0: The following program has been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. When you hear phone numbers, please do not call.
1: That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. That's area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Emery Moss. This is your Bible talk program where we take a turn down relationship lane as we deal with relationships on Relationship Wednesday. There is a challenge I have here for the men and for the women and a lively discussion dealing with relationships. So we encourage you to call and we try, we try on this particular day as much as possible to limit our calls to relationship issues. That's what we want to do. Um, Definitely uh, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, we deal with theology, doctrine, all that stuff. Uh, And so on this day, if we can, we want to focus as much as possible on relationship stuff. So if you have a problem relationship you want to talk about, questions about relationships are welcome here. Uh, as well as your answers to our challenges that we'll be giving on this program. So begin to dial at area code 866 area code 866 to be on the air Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss on a Relationship Wednesday program. And of course, I'm waiting for our Sister Moss to call in. So as soon as she, co- well, I'm going to begin the program and she'll just have to piggyback <laughs> on it here, but we're waiting for her call. Uh, and, uh, uh, and also waiting for your call as well. You can call anytime you get ready at area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Emery Moss with any question you have about relationships and relationship issues. Okay. All you have to do is give us a call on that. Relationships, very important. Uh, not only just in terms of marriage, but we're talking about friendships as well. And we will have challenges that deal with the whole uh, subject and issue of uh, uh, of friendships. Uh, And So all relationship stuff is welcome here. So if there's friendship issues that you have or uh, dating issues that you have or marital issues that you have, then, or divorce issues that you have, this is the number to call. This is the program, Relationship Wednesday on the Bible Talk program, all right? So we have a balance in Bible talk where we deal with theology and also we deal with uh, Christian living issues as well, including marriage and friendships and all of that. So give us a call right now at area code 866-423-9578. That's area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss with any uh, questions you have or inquiries about relationships. That's welcome here on this particular program. And uh, this Wednesday, very good Wednesday for me, uh, uh, now, on Wednesdays, I used to teach a class on Wednesdays that I no longer teach, and it's still got tears in my eyes. I had to turn that over to another pastor of mine, very competent man, uh, Pastor uh, uh, Elder, who's doing it for me. And he does a, a great job, Elder Murray. Uh, and it's what I do on Wednesdays now is counseling. In, in other words, I counsel uh, anyone with any problems they have. I give pastoral counseling from 10 to about 1 o'clock. That's right. You can make an appointment to see me. Uh, during that particular time, and we can talk about anything that's on your mind dealing with your relationships. And I did have a, uh, a client today, uh, and uh, so uh, definitely take advantage of this opportunity. I, uh, uh, you know, it's totally confidential what we talk about. It's pastoral counseling. Uh, bring your bible if not i'll give you one because we find our answers in there and uh, nothing wrong with uh, resorting to uh, psychological knowledge but the bible is what it's all about so remember that just give a call at uh, area code 313-933-9270 that's area code 313-933-9270 and you'll reach strictly biblical and uh, karen our uh, secretary will be able to give you an appointment to see me all right let's talk to sister hello honey How are you? I'm fine. But, you know, now, you know, whenever I'm late, you, you, you kind you know, you chastise me. You know, right? right? Now, now, you know, I'm only paying you back. Where were you?
2: You really want
1: to know? No. No, I guess, I guess if you put it that way, it might be something we might want to talk about on the air, huh? Well,
2: no, it's okay. It's, it's, you know. I, I, I was sitting here waiting, looking at the clock. I said, okay, got a few minutes, got a few minutes. And uh, you know how I do sometimes, all of a sudden. Just...
1: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> you fell asleep. Yes. You you <laughs> fell asleep.
2: Yes, I did.
1: Now, you know that I brings did. back memories for me. I
2: uh, know.
1: I remember no. years ago, a radio again, it was a radio, uh, Marcus, you'll love this story. It was a radio situation. Yeah. Me and Sister Moss, this is when we were with Pastor Bogle, right, mm-hmm. uh, yes. about, over 11 years ago. And we were on doing that. Oh, oh,
2: longer than that. Longer than oh, that. It's been long, 20, and, tw- almost like 25 years. Well,
1: you're right. It was, it was a long while ago. But we were on radio together. It was at midnight. Some poor yeah. lady called. with We're supposed to be praying for people. This poor lady called and poured out her heart. And I said, oh, honey, uh, we will take your request right now. Sister Moss is going to pray with you right now. And, Marcus, do you know what everybody heard on the airwaves that night? (whistles) 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 Sister Moss was sleeping. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) We couldn't take it. I, I don't know. She was sleeping, and the woman was needing prayer. But Sister Moss will not sleep. On this program today, so if no, gonna... I would not.
2: No, I would not. No, I would not. But that's why I'm late. Okay, I well, am late. But, all right. Uh, I'm, I'm here now, I'm here and I am alert.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, we do have a fascinating program. In fact, uh, this is dealing with the definitions of love, and it comes actually from a teaching. I'm going to give this teaching again uh, in some relationship formats where we gave uh, uh, a lot of definitions which talk about love. In other words, love can be defined in different ways. Uh-huh. And, and it's very important to know what a person means when they say, I love you. What kind of uh-huh. love is it? People love their dogs, their pets, they love their job, they love their. Rel- you know, there's they different. They love food. They love food, food. <laughs> and some of them they will be looking at you stare eyed, not because they love you, but because they love sex, right? Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. So, what is love? What does it mean? So, that's what the challenge is. So what happens is, those in the listening audience, your job, be you male or female, is to tell us what these definitions mean. And, uh, of course, me and Sister Moss are the judge. We've both got the definitions here. If you're right, you get a point. If not, yay. Okay? But if you get it, you get it. If you don't, you don't. Uh, and we have, let me see, let me count them. One, two, three, four, five. Five, six of them do. No, seven actually, because there's one written down on our yeah, and you have it on yours too, Sister Mars, which is mm-hmm. true love. So let's start. Would you give them the first uh, uh, word uh, word or first definition that they've got to define?
2: Okay, uh, what uh, we're looking for this evening is we're looking for you to call in and to tell us what polygamous love is let me pronounce that again polygamous love what is it
1: all right what is the definition of polygamous love that's that's a love we can prove that it. it's a love mm-hmm. uh, is it good is it bad Polygamous love. Give us a call. Area code 866 423 9578. Area code 866 423 9578 to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Give us a definition of it. If you get it right, then you get a side for your point. Right now, Sister Moss, as I always do, I'm putting men on one side and women on the other. And we're going to see who gets the most points in this particular challenge. We do have a caller. His name, Sister Moss, is Jeff. Jeff. So that lets me think that it's not a female. It is a male. So let's see what Jeff can do for us. Hello, Jeff. Hey,
3: how are you, Pastor Moss?
1: Really I'm good. Calling
3: about something. I'm calling about something that's off the subject. Sorry. I um, I called you last night about the Joe Cesar's question, and I'm having such a difficult time finding uh, that particular uh, that particular passage or the uh, chapter where he's talking about Deuteronomy twenty-eight sixty-eight. Mm-hmm. So is there anything that you might have or a copy of that you might have? Oh, the I'll tell you what,
1: on, like the ne- uh, on the next program, that'll be top and center. I'm writing it down right now. I'll give you the exact place in Josephus where you can find that on our next uh, Bible Talk program, okay? Yes, sir. I sure will. All right. All right. Thank Thanks. you. Thank you for calling. Yeah, that's an important thing. If you can't trace it down, your biblical consultant. I will do that for you. The number to call, I guess he's dealing with some black uh, Hebrew uh, Israelites that he wants uh, to make sure he has some information ready for him. So we're going to help him. All right, let's go to Paul in Newport. Hello, Paul.
4: Good evening. I'd like to try the definition, if I may, please.
1: Okay, get it right, Paul. All the guys and all the (laughs) men out there in the listening audience are counting on you, Paul, in Newport. Polygamy
4: is the practice of where a man may have more than one wife, as was found, for example, Abraham had, I believe, four and several other concubines, um, and then Jacob had Rachel and Leah, and I think a couple more after that. Uh, But it's practiced in some parts of the world today, particularly in the Middle East, among some Islamic cultures. And right here in this country, among some splinter groups from the Latter-day Saints
1: Church. Now, now here's what you did. You described polygamy excellently. Okay? Mm-hmm. That you did a good job at. But here, the definition is, what is polygamous love? love. Is yeah. there such thing? What is polygamous love? Oh, my goodness.
4: I went for the adjective instead of the noun.
1: <laughs> you were deep. You were breaking it down.
4: All right. Well, polygamous love would probably be the ability to be in love with more than one person at the same time.
1: All right. Is that possible?
4: Um, I don't see why it would not be. However, um, we are so uh, culturally in the habit of one husband, one wife, you know, is it possible? I mean, I heard a fellow one time on a television program talking about um, being in a situation where he had families, and one, one family on the West Coast, one on the East, and they neither one knew about each other. He drove a truck. And the question was asked, why can't you believe I love both those women with all my
1: heart? Well, what happens so, is— yeah, so so you're saying that that is that is possible, but I don't I don't think it has so much to do with the culture. Well, it does for some people, but for me and for a lot of people in the body of Christ, it's a matter of what the Bible says. For instance, in First well, Corinthians chapter seven, it says uh, where Paul writes, "Now for the matters you wrote unto me, it is good for a man not to marry. You know, he was celibate, thought others should be so as yeah. well. But he says each man, he said, but since there is so much immorality." Each man should have his own wife, and each woman her own husband. The husband should fulfill his marriage duty to his wife, and likewise the wife to her husband. Okay, And he says you do this to avoid fornication. And all he talks about is one man and one woman. Well, I understand.
4: I would also bring up all the other place where the only restriction I've ever seen in the New Testament on marriage is that bishops should practice monogamy? Let a bishop
1: have. But what I'm telling you here, yeah, but I'm telling you, I'm in the New Testament now, Paul. 1 Corinthians 7 is New Testament. So if your argument is from the New Testament, then we're looking at, a. Uh, you're saying that Paul contradicted himself because he wrote Corinthians and Timothy, and here he says for everybody, he writes this for the whole church, the matters I wrote unto you, it is good for a man, not talking about a bishop, not to, uh, to marry, but since there is, no, there is so much immorality, each man, period, should have his own wife and each woman her own husband. One man, one woman, by the way, just like it said in Genesis. Well, by
4: the way, please don't think I was arguing with you. I was not. No, was you were not. I'm, no,
1: you weren't. I'm just yeah. I'm just trying to correct something that you said when you said that the only place it was was in Timothy, and that was dealing with bishops, and I was just trying to just correct that, not arguing with oh, you, okay. but pointing out in 1 Corinthians oh. 7 it had nothing to do with bishops, and still it talks about monogamy. But in terms well, of what you saying- said— in terms of what you said, though, Sister Moss, is he right about saying that uh, that's what the definition of polygamous love?
2: Uh, well, he, you know, sort of. If he, he could add just a little bit more to it, it would make it a little bit better. What
1: I could think. he? Did, what could he have added to it?
2: Sexual relationships.
1: Well, it's, we got that. I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm sure of that. In fact, the definition yeah. is a form, uh, and I and I think he, in terms of defining polygamous love, after we uh, gave him the definition clear, a form of love mostly erotic, which involves having sexual relationships and strong and sexual, sexual attraction, attraction to many, many lovers, lovers at the same yeah. time. Now, this, of course, is what uh, we see Solomon did, and what Absolutely. it says. And yeah. I had a, I had a sister once who told me, "Well, uh, you can't be in love with more than one person." Well, it's not true love. But it's a type of love. Why? It's
2: a type of love, Because yeah.
1: it says in First Kings 11 and 1, King Solomon, however, loved many foreign many women. women. <laughs> so, yeah, you can do it. Well, you shouldn't do it. Especially you shouldn't be marrying them and, and loving them. But uh, that's something that was uh, uh, allowed in the Old Testament by God, even though it's something that he did not approve of.
4: Well, I will say this. as a confirmed monogamist for many, many years now. That what works
1: for me. <laughs> well, it better and, work for uh, ev- it, it better work for everybody. If in fact, right. in the Bible, in First Corinthians seven, it's called fornication. But thank that's you, right. sir. You have given uh, the men their first point. So we've got one, Sister Moss. There we go. We're getting a little accolades already. Number to call: area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. Area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. To be on the air. Bible Talk with, uh, with Pastor Moss and Sister Moss. Honey, we got to take a break, and we'll be right back. Really, the Bible
5: presents a picture that God will never do for you what you can do for yourself. God can do
6: anything, but consider what your part may be when you ask for his help. Levi Lusco explains on Focus on the Family Minute.
5: So, you know, in the feeding of the 5,000, he could have made it rain bread from the sky, but he chose to say, what do we have? What, what do we have to contribute? Go and see. Five loaves, two fish. Okay, I'll work with that. So, God always wants to work within the realm of, of what we're called to do. Huh. So, you know, if this is the person who's maybe um, uh, wanting to lose weight, but without working out, and maybe they're praying to lose weight, it's like, you know what, there's a part you have to play in all of this. And I'm not trying to say, you know, God helps those who help themselves, but what I am trying to say is, even when God uh, is doing what only He can do, He still expects us to do what we're called to do.
6: Think about the contributions you can make when partnering with God. More from Levi today at FamilyMinute.org.
0: Mike Lindell, the CEO and inventor of MyPillow, wants to give back to WLQB listeners by offering deep discounts on MyPillow products. If you go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the radio listener special, you're going to see some impressive offers. Yes, offers with an S. For starters, MyPillow has a great body pillow. It used to be $85.68. Now when you use the promo code run To win it's $29.99. That's 65% off. That's incredible. They have other equally impressive Offers under the Radio Listener Special. Go to mypillow.com. That's mypillow.com to access more discounts on other fantastic products, or call 800-919-5912. 800-919-5912 and make your order right now. And remember to use the promo code Run
6: to Win at checkout.
2: For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit mypillow.com.
6: This is a solicitation of insurance by eHealth, an insurance agency offering plans from different insurance companies. No government or Medicare affiliation. The described coverage is not available in all counties or cases. Paid actor portrayal. Hi, I'm Dave Nemeth.
7: And I'm Barbara Niven. You may have seen us on television talking about an all-in-one card that has the Medicare community talking.
6: The one that gives you coverage for hospital care, doctor visits, prescription drugs, in many cases, even eyeglasses and dental care.
7: For a monthly price that some people find too good to be true.
6: Except it is true. One
7: card, one company, one complete package of Medicare benefits designed to help you get well and stay well.
6: Now that's something worth talking about.
7: Watch your mailbox or learn more online at OneCardNow.com. That's OneCardNow.com.
6: Please don't put this off. It's too important. Visit OneCardNow.com for free information with no obligation. That's OneCardNow.com.
1: That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air with Pastor Mars and Sister Mars. Mary, do you have any closing comments about the uh, whole concept of polygamous love?
2: no 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 closing uh, comments but uh definitely we know that uh this polygamous love definitely should not be something that's a part of the Christian lifestyle we know that for sure because you've established that in uh 1 Corinthians chapter 7 where, where it says if uh you know, uh, that uh, it's better to marry than to burn, first of all, First Corinthians chapter 7. And it also admonishes uh, uh, everyone to have her own husband and every husband to have his own wife. And even, and, right, if it's God had husband. wanted it,
1: if God had really intended it to be that way, then Man. Adam, when he created woman, it would have been Mary, Jane, <laughs> Sally. So he didn't Ruby, do that. So Sally. Yeah. So it's a long. It gets into a a discussion where we have to go and see that there's things God allowed in the Old Testament that are done away with in the New. But that's that's for another uh, situation that we have. So so we have something else though uh, next here for people to think about. Yes, we do. Marcus jumps on every word. His mind is is just it goes like a motor. (laughs) Uh, What what is the next uh, definition, Sister Moss?
2: One is uh what is temporary love temporary love temporary and that word temporary can just pretty much I think it pretty much gives <laughs> it away. But uh what
1: is temporary love? All right what so is- what is the definition ladies and gentlemen mm-hmm. in the listening audience to temporary love? But once again what is the definition to temporary love? Now sisters, so far all we've got is one point here on the board and it's for guys. Uh, and Sister Mars, your ladies aren't helping you today. Do you want to say something to them? They're not no 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 sisters calling.
2: Yeah, I just like to. Now I know we have some sisters out there listening. I know you tuned in. So now you, don't sit back because if you sit back and not call, then the men are going to call. So sisters, <laughs> come on. Dial that number.
1: Dial that number. All right. Can you believe it? Can you believe it that we've got guys more interested in relationships than women? Wow. All right. That's very hard to believe. And I always thought that was the way it was. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Let's see if Luke can put a point on the board. Hello, Luke.
5: <laughs> hey, Pastor Moss. How are you?
1: Real good, sir. I, I, hate,
5: I have to disagree with you. I hate to disagree with you, but I got it. I got a question on the polygamist. Thing. Okay, because to me, it Scripture doesn't condemn it, and it's not fair to say God doesn't approve of it. And the reason that I say that is because, like for instance, in Second Samuel with David, and Nathan comes to him and tells him the story about the lamb and all that jazz.
1: Uh huh.
5: God says, "I I gave you all these wives." And I gave you the house of Israel and the house of Judah and all that. Uh-huh. And if that had been too little for you, I would have given you so much more.
1: Mm-hmm. You're exactly right. It says and, that in the text.
5: No, You know, we have it all the way back to Lamech in Genesis two, 4 or 5.
1: Uh-huh.
5: And, you know, God was so specific Throughout the law and all this stuff to 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 describe exactly what sin was well, in I all you. of these. Different I hear I areas. hear
1: you. And and but what I want to respond to that is, is this. Definitely, what you said is exactly so. But if we compare it to something else, we find out that we can make the same analogy. That in fact, okay. divorce was allowed uh-huh. in Deuteronomy chapter twenty-four by Moses uh-huh. for a whole number of reasons. In fact, Jesus had to deal with it over in matthew chapter 19 and this is what is trouble for me to get around now first i went to first corinthians 7 but here it's just as uh it's so clear till you know they came to him in fact we're going to do this uh uh, briefly and get to our challenge where what happens uh at verse uh uh let me find it here yeah in verse seven verse five no verse four this is matthew 19 and four haven't you read he replied that at the beginning well I, i gotta go further than this three matthew 19 and 3 some pharisees came to him to test him they asked is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife for any and every reason now they were trying to bait jesus because they know there were two schools of thoughts amongst the uh, religious leaders about this jesus said verse four haven't you read he replied that at the beginning the creator made them male and female okay and said for this reason shall a man will leave his father and and his mother, and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. Just one, not many flesh, not done yet, though. Then, so they are no longer two, but one. Therefore, what God has joined together, let not man separate. Then, all of a sudden, they dealt with something that you're dealing with now. Because the next verse, verse 7, why then, they asked, did Moses command, because they say Moses, but actually, God allowed Moses to do this. Why then, they asked, did Moses command that a man give his wife a certificate of divorce and send her away? Look at Jesus' reply. Verse 8. Jesus replied, Moses permitted you, permitted you. God allowed him to permit you to divorce your wives because your hearts were hard. But it was not that way from the beginning. I tell you that anyone who divorces his wife except for marital unfaithfulness and marries another woman commits adultery. So in other words, Jesus, it was something allowed in the Old Testament, which is disallowed in the New. To me, it's clear in Matthew 19, I, and 1 Corinthians 7 backs that up. I don't see it as being clear. I see the,
5: the you know, love his wife and all this and not have fornication. I get that, but mm-hmm. I'm just not finding anywhere
1: Well I saw, where he I, what do you, a bad... Well, what, do you, what, 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 what did Jesus say What I just read you in 19? Uh, in terms you know, of divorce, a man leave his
5: father, or mother. Oh, divorce.
1: Yeah, if divorce was permitted, and then now that's no longer. You can't divorce like Moses allowed in the Old Testament, nor right, can the you hardness of her heart. Right, heart, that's right. God allowed it then, but He doesn't allow it now. And in the same sense with polygamy, what what Paul what Paul says is a man has a woman, and that's it. No more. And if you any other relationship other than that is. Uh, fornication or adultery in First Corinthians 7. A man I get has,
5: that. To go outside of the marriage vows, that's, that's obviously fornication, but you're not going outside of the marriage vows.
1: No, he, he says more than that. And this is what you, I think you're trying to get around, but it's okay. It says, Now for the matters you wrote unto me, it is good for a man not to marry. But since there is so much immorality, each man should have his own wife, not wives. And each woman should have her own husband. The husband should fulfill his marriage duty to his wife. Everything there in the singular. Nothing. And and so anything outside of that one man, one woman relationship seems to me is condemned in the Bible. Now, allowed in the Old Testament, just like divorce was, but no longer for any reason. Okay, but I got to move on. Yeah, I got to move on. Thank you. Thank you for calling. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Still looking for a definition of uh, temporary love. What, Mm -hmm. What is that? Let's go to McCoy. Oh, McCoy, give us a point. Hi, McCoy.
8: How you doing, Pastor Ma? I'm doing great. I I, I came to your church Sunday. You, I was kind of in a hurry. I was really going to come down there and greet you, but I had to move on right quick. So. Oh, man. You should have came enjoyed down. The message. I really enjoyed the message. I really did. Oh, thank you. Good thank message. you. Yeah. But, you know, <clears throat> my question I'm about to ask you is not on that subject. <laughs> 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 but, but it's a different different question it doesn't pertain to temporary
1: love at all. Okay, what do you want to talk about?
8: Oh, okay. I just wanted to know because it seemed like y'all were really heavy into that. I didn't want to
1: Yeah, we are and I'm trying to uh, to deal with relationships but yet I want to hear where I might have to uh uh go into what you're asking uh, more extensively but, but what what do you want to put on okay. the table?
8: My 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 question is is you know about God creation um was it 6,000 years, like as it says, one day is with God is, 1,000
1: years.
8: Uh-huh. That well, now, then it says evening and morning, the first day. Mm-hmm. So now we're evening and morning with a 24-hour period. Well, so uh, how in God's calendar that first day look with evening and morning?
1: Well, to be honest with you, this is something that we'll never know. Theologians have their opinions, uh, uh, their views on it, uh, but the Bible, we know that before the sun, the days were, uh, were not regulated by a 24-hour cycle, even though they could have been 24 hours. Um, uh, and we know uh, that the term day could, uh, sometimes is used in the Bible for a period of time. So, we really do not know, and now, once we get to uh day four with the creation of the sun, then pretty much uh you can talk in terms of twenty four hours but in terms of uh, uh, uh before then there uh you know it could have been any any amount of years that we're not definitely definitely sure of uh nothing in that uh makes you a heretic to believe either way uh and, and, and also another thing none of those views opens up the door to uh, a belief in evolution. So we'll talk about that, but that's for our Tuesday Thursday McCoy call back. Then, man, we we'll get into it in more detail. He snuck that in. We're going to go to Dave in in Hazel Park. How you doing, Dave?
8: I uh, bless you, Pastor Moss, and your family, and Mrs. Is Moss. Is that uh, called is that called conditional?
1: Oh, what do you mean?
8: Well, you know in the Bible, there's uh, different types of love. Is it you know God loves us as a copy love. Conditional is that when we do this right or we do that wrong, or we please this or whatever, or they please us or whatever, right?
1: Oh, so you're saying that temporary love, you're saying, is the definition of it conditional?
8: Conditional love, right. You know, you love somebody, but then you, (laughs) I don't, that's what it comes to me. Maybe i would be wrong.
1: Okay, (laughs) you love it, but if the condition's (laughs) not right, you give the love up, huh?
8: Yeah, I mean, that's, I, mean that's you, well, I love you if you do this, or I love you if you do that, or whatever. You know how
1: that goes. Well, one thing, Sister Moss, we have to agree, uh, that sounds like some kind of temporary love, doesn't it? It, it does,
2: but it's not the temporary
1: love. Ah, she's going to tell you quick, because she knows that she wants the women to get the point. So, Dave, that's not uh, okay. it. Okay. <laughs> okay, thank you for calling. <laughs> thank you, Pastor Moss. God uh, bless. All Thanks. right, he didn't, he didn't get it. Do we Now, what do we do? Do we give this answer and move to the next one, Sister Moss?
2: Um, perhaps do we have
1: enough time to try another caller oh we can all right and and women really need to call area code i'm telling you area code 866-423-9578 area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air bible talk with pastor emory moss that number again area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air with uh, Pastor Moss and Sister Moss on a Relationship Wednesday where we're asking now for the definition of temporary love. Now, men already got one point, and we can win with one point as long as women only have zero, and women will have zero unless they call. And I'll have to go home. My wife's going to be crying, but that's okay. I'll soothe her if you women don't call. (laughs) and try to help her. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor and Sister Moss. What is the meaning of temporary love? It is a definition uh, that has been used. In fact, I've talked about it in my uh, discussions of marriage and family. What mm-hmm. how would you define? How would you define temporary love? Listen, listening audience, it can't be that hard, can it? Hey number <laughs>
2: the first word the first word is is almost a giveaway
1: yeah it's right it's almost a mm-hmm. giveaway uh it, and listen guys this is so easy even the guys can get it number to call area code 866-423-9578 area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air bible talk with pastor emory moss what is the definition of temporary love how would you define temporary love? Give us this definition, and you uh, will give a point to your side, whether you're male or female, and you also will become a scholar or scholaress for today. Uh, all right. And, Sister Mars, I helped you. I just helped you. Oh, okay. great. Because we have a caller, and her name, I'm sure it's a her, I hope so, is Tammy. Hello, Tammy. All
9: right.
1: And, Sister Mars, I helped you. I just Hi. Hi. Yes,
3: my name is Tammy. Okay. Um, I missed the first word that was given, and it's for temporary love.
1: Yeah, the definition. What we Uh need from you, Tammy, is what is the definition of temporary love?
3: Oh, the definition. I'm thinking infatuation, but you asked for a definition, not just a word.
1: Yeah, how would you define it? Temporary love. Because what you said can be a part of the definition.
3: Okay. Um, let's see, temporarily, just momentarily, not not a long span of time. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Okay. What about that, Sister Moss? That, you know, that's good enough for me. Well, I tell you what—I have to admit—that's
2: that's good enough for me. It just she could have added just a couple of more words, but you know that she I, she just summed it up really, really summed it up.
1: All right. Well, she got it. Then I'll give it. You know, I can't argue with my wife. Oh no, I will. You <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Tammy, if she said you got it, you got it. Uh, okay. <laughs> Mary. Well, <for> <laughs> that's right. Yes. We're tied up. Uh, Sister Moss, give us that definition
2: definition is um, where one has strong feelings of emotional and sexual attachment toward a love object. However, these feelings can end dramatically and suddenly. And this love can quickly turn to hate. In other words, get what you want. You know, you're real nice and serpent, and what have you. You get what you want. You saw so in love this person. You get what you want. That all of a sudden, all done, it's over with. Let me move on to someone else, perhaps.
1: <laughs> that, that's right. Oh. Temporary love, and, and 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 no doubt. If if I were to ask you uh, this question, uh, uh, Tammy, if you, if you, what would be the primary motivation you think be- behind temporary love? What would the person be looking for?
8: Uh,
3: the person would probably be looking for immediate companionship and after they get with the person, they find out they really don't like them.
1: Yeah. Well, but, okay, could be. What do you think, Sister Moss? Oh, sex. Sex, yeah.
3: That's F-C-F- right. Yes. Three yeah, letters. That would
1: sex. be the better one. That's right. That would be the better one. <laughs> yeah, I, I love you, baby. I, I thought they was hot. That's right. I love <laughs> yeah. you. I love you. And as soon as they get to have sex with you, then the love is gone. Now, the, the amazing thing about it, we find an example of this in the Bible. They do yeah. yeah between uh Amon and Tamar remember mm-hmm. David's son Amon oh, and yeah. uh his half-sister Tamar he was so enamored by her he wanted a sexual relationship with her uh he yeah. said he was sick and uh and uh, said send in uh uh Tamar to help me and what it says in um second uh, uh Samuel 13 and mm-hmm. uh in fact uh verse 15 and 16 do you have that Mary
2: Yes.
8: okay I, read, I, read that for us read 15 yes, and 16 I do have that
1: and
2: Reads like this, first uh, chapter thirteen verses um, fifteen and sixteen. Well, I, I thought I had, but I do. Just give me a second here. I'm
5: right
2: here. <laughs> uh, it reads like this. It says that um, then Amnon hated her exceedingly, so that the hatred with which he hated her was greater than the love with which he had loved her. And Amnon said to her, Arise, be gone.
1: Yeah, get up and get out. So fact,
2: she right. said to him, No, indeed, this evil of sending me away is worse than the other than you did to me. Yeah. So, oh. I mean, he just, I mean, how can you, I mean, go from love to hate? But he got what he wanted, and after that, it was it's like, okay.
1: Yeah, she came in, he, he hand raped her.
2: Over.
1: Yeah, he raped her he after got he got, got it.
2: And the, and the sad thing about it, you got men who are very much like Abnon
1: mm-hmm, you know, do. but to sisters, much you've got women and as well
2: this temporary yeah mentality or this temporary sex fix mm-hmm. a temporary Why? sex fix mm-hmm. where you know they get what someone want, and the 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 whole motivation is just to have sex, and when they have sex, they're done
1: now let's Abner, be let be fair now. Women sometimes want that sex women fix too. Because you do have, you That's
2: know, that we have <laughs> some women who refer to
1: men as dogs, but then there are what you call dogettes. For You're every, for every dog, dog, there's a dogette. Well, Let's Tammy, <laughs> thank you for the discussion. We're, we're tied up now. Men have okay. won, women have won. I think men are still going to win. We'll be right back.
0: Many churches have strayed from the week to week exposition of Scripture. Instead, they've adopted any number of approaches that may seem more accessible. But at Truth For Life, we remain committed to expository preaching. Discover why when you listen Wednesday to Truth For Life with Alistair Begg. Alistair Begg, weekday mornings at 8.30 on FM 92.7 and AM 1500, Faith Talk Detroit. Motorcityhelpwanted.com presents the world's worst boss, the one who posts jobs on huge national job sites looking for anyone with a pulse. We'll just call him Dave.
7: Dave, did you forward me this email from Svetlana? Yes. You want me to interview her for a job.
0: Well, it says she's looking to get down to business. It
7: also says she likes gentle bear cub man who knows what he likes. I'm gentle. Dave, this is a Ukrainian dating site.
0: Corporate said we should hire more diverse candidates. Don't be a Dave. Find your perfect local employee at
6: Motorcityhelpwanted.com. Local jobs that work.
7: Many children end up in foster care that don't belong there because they are not abused or neglected. The church can be the saving grace to these children, ages newborn to 17, whose parents find themselves in a crisis with no safety net and no one to turn to. Safe Families for Children is a church-based ministry with no government involvement. There's no charge to the family to use Safe Families for Children. Parents maintain full custody of their children and actively participate in their lives. You can be a blessing to families in crisis by providing a temporary home while at the same time being blessed by knowing you have the opportunity to be the hands and feet of Jesus. Find out how you and your church can become a part of Safe Families by calling me, Sheila Mounts, at 248-635-5978. That's 248-635-5978. Safe Families for Children. Open your heart. Call 248-635-5978.
8: Five
10: nine seven eight. Hi, this is Chris McCourtney, VP and General Manager here at Salem, Detroit. If you're listening to my voice right now, you're a listener to either Faith Talk Detroit or the Patriot Detroit. If you love one of these stations and you have experience in sales, we'd love to talk to you. You already understand our mission and what we do. So now, Maybe you'd like to join this team. If you have sales experience and understand digital marketing, we might have a job for you. Call Brad Smith, our sales manager, and give your name and number, and he'll give you the next steps. Call Brad at 248-581-1221. That's 248-581-1221. If you love us, come join us. It could be a life-changing opportunity for you, and you'll never know unless you call.
1: Oh, that's so true. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Moss and Sister Moss here on the Bible Talk program. Uh, Just wanting to uh, invite you to our Sunday services uh, where I'm preaching at the 11 o'clock service, and we're looking at the, the Satan series, the Satan series, how God uses Satan. Yeah, didn't know that, did you? He does in some very remarkable and startling ways. So definitely, I think that uh, uh, this sermon series is a real help uh, to help us in spiritual warfare. Uh, Very insightful verses of Scripture uh, will be used. So we encourage you to come, if you can. uh, 11 o'clock service, Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries, 10709 Grand River at Oakman. 11 o'clock, come uh, and bring your Bibles with you. You will feel you won't feel right if you're strictly and you don't have a Bible. Also, remember that's correct. That's right. And remember uh, uh, also tomorrow, that's Thursday, from twelve to one o'clock, the hard sayings of the Bible. The hard sayings of the Bible, where we have a Bible study where we take apart uh, so-called contradictory passages of Scripture. There are none, but we're going to show you how to unravel the ones that appear to be that way to folks. All right, Sister Mars, what is our Next definition. Uh, third, um,
2: well, we don't want to give the definition, but uh, we want to give a couple of words that were perhaps help with the definition, uh-huh. and that would be, what is permanent love? Right. What is permanent love? We uh- talked about polygamous love, temporary love, which I de- definitely, Christians, want to stay away from either one of those. So now we want to focus on permanent love, and what is permanent love?
1: All right. What is permanent love? That's right. That's the definition. And of the uh, three, uh, like you said, polygamous love, temporary love. This one sounds good. <laughs> it sounds fantastic. <laughs> this one sounds good. But then, before we even break down permanent love, because we won't, we can't give that definition. But that's the definition. And if you think you I know what it is, uh, the word, by the way, if you know what this means, then it's your job to give us a call, guys. That number to call is area code uh eight six six four two three nine five seven eight area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight uh sisters if you're listening you can call as well give us a definition of permanent love what does permanent love mean uh mm-hmm. so when we talk about that though what about just love in and of itself what does love mean sister Moss uh,
2: love means to have an uh, emotional um it involves emotional, physical. Um, it it, it encompasses uh, uh, quite a bit. Uh, we know, we know. First of all, God is love. Uh, we know that, and we know the way He showed us love uh, by sending His Son to die on the cross for our sins while we were yet sinners. Uh, but uh, love can be sacrificial; it has to be. And First Corinthians, you know, it talks about love, what love is. You know, love. Uh, Love can put up with some things that, uh, it's the first of all, is long-suffering. So, I mean, when you ask me what is love, it, it encompasses quite a bit. So now I'm going to uh, turn it back over to you and ask you to talk about
1: what love is. Well, i tell you what, really, you kind of summed it up when you gave the, the chapter, right? 1 Corinthians 13. Mm-hmm. My goodness, all you've got to do is read that, and uh, you have That's a right. perfect definition of what, of what love is. Uh, So, all right, well, uh, Sister Moss, we got to take a break, but we'll be right back.
11: This is Michael Medved at michaelmedved.com for Town Hall. On the day after the bold and successful American raid that killed the world's most wanted terrorist, the Washington Post ran an instantly infamous headline, Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi, austere religious scholar at helm of Islamic State, dies at 48. The obituary featured a deceptively genial photo of the purported religious scholar resembling a kindly Islamic Santa Claus. And the headline gave no hint that his death, like his life, had been unspeakably violent. Pursued by American raiders, he exploded a suicide vest that also claimed three children. The post later changed the headline to read Abu Bakr al Baghdadi, extremist leader of the Islamic State, dies at 48. But the term extremist still fails to capture the hideous cruelty of prolonged torture, mass rape, enslavement, and genocidal murder associated with his unlamented monster. On occasion, significant slip-ups make the bias and blindness of the nation's prestige press not just obvious, but undeniable.
10: PublicPolicy.Pepperdine.edu Your words have more
6: power than you may realize. On the next Focus on the Family, Pastor Levi Lusco returns with practical ways to change the words you use to avoid triggers of conflict and to increase the grit in your life. You'll learn better ways to communicate next time on Focus on the Family with Jim Daly. Listen to Focus on the Family weekday mornings at 9.30 on Faith Talk Detroit.
0: This is Daryl Wood, host of Run to Win the Daryl Wood Show. Terrorism, economic uncertainty, nuclear instability the united states faces these and many other global dangers nearly every day we face even greater risks against the u.s constitution and the rule of law here at home radical socialism illegal immigration racial divides social infighting as bad actors want nothing more than to destroy our way of life We are facing a war for America's soul, and now is the time to rise up to protect conservative ideals. Join the Patriot on Saturday, November 2nd for the War for America's Soul Tour, an event like none other. With Sean Hannity, Dr. Sebastian Gorka, and other special guests, you will be ready to give an intelligent answer to assaults from the far left. The War for America Soul Tour is coming to Detroit on Saturday, November 2nd. Visit PatriotDetroit.com for details and to buy your tickets
6: today. That's
0: PatriotDetroit.com.
6: National competition for your business is eating away at your customer base. Like digital marketing minions swallowing your customers one by one. You need Salem Surround. When a customer does a search, they need to find your business, not the competition. Your contact information needs to be accurate and all over the web. You need the right tools to turn visitors into leads. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence. Learn more at SurroundDetroit.com. SurroundDetroit.com. Connecting you with new customers. All right, that number to
1: call is area code 866 423 9578. Area code 866 423 9578 to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emery Moss and Sister Moss. We're going to go to uh, Yvonne in Farmington to see if she can give us a definition of permanent love and get the women another point. Hi, Yvonne.
2: Hi. Oh, my gosh, this is so easy. Oh. If you're a Christian and you don't know the answer, you better get on your knees and repent. This is
8: simple.
2: (laughs) The one one word, agape, that is the same love that God has for us which is permanent. And we don't have that ability in ourselves to love someone else permanently. But praise God, we're not in ourselves. We're in Christ. So we can do it through Christ.
1: Well, uh, I'll tell you what, Sister Moss, after hearing that, I don't see any way how we could refuse her. That's right. <laughs> I guess I told you. <laughs> that. That That is a... a, a I mean, it's well said. It might not have all the words we have here, but my goodness. What is the definition, Sister Moss?
2: object that never end and that is something that definitely it definitely should should be in a marital relationship because what it says what God has joined together let no man put us under and you know we're called to be one flesh and it's supposed to be a lifetime commitment so that's definitely something that should be a part of a lifetime your lifetime commitment to one another
1: yeah you're right in the the scripture we have over in uh, song of songs uh, mm-hmm. 8 and uh, 6 says, place me like a seal over your heart, like a seal on your arm, for mm-hmm. love is as strong as death. It's jealousy unyielding as the grave. It burns like a blazing fire, like a mighty flame. Many waters cannot quench love. Rivers cannot wash it away. I mean, wow. Can't be washed away. Cannot be washed. So good. Very good uh, definition. So the women, I give it to you reluctantly, Yvonne. You got yes. it, girl. Yes. You got it going on, okay?
2: Thank
1: you. No, yeah, you women. Let's get her off the air in a hurry. She's just making too much noise. All right. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Uh, Hang on. uh, We got a call to James. But before we go to James, we need to throw out this challenge.
2: Yes, we do have time for another challenge. So we'll throw that out. Okay. And that next challenge is this. What is rebound love? Yes. Rebound.
1: What is rebound love? Now, that's this is a difficult one. So, so if James, if you okay. get this one, man, okay. if you get this one, James, all I can say is you the man. Now, okay? Uh-huh. Let's go to James and see what he can do. Rebound love.
9: James, how you doing? I'm, I'm good, Pastor Moss. Uh, and Sister Moss, how are you guys? Good, good. God bless you. What is rebound what? love? Oh, my goodness. I wanted the permanent love, and I get the rebound I get the (laughs) rebound love. You you got rebound love, brother. What is it? (laughs) Okay. Okay. So rebound love is when someone, um, let's, I'll give the best definition I can. Okay. When someone, when someone is, um, falls in love with uh, a person and they lose that person or whatever it is, like, you know, um. Um, Let's say like a a person has been married for, let's say, maybe 10 years or so, Uh and something may happen in their lives, tragic or something happens. And before they are fully recovered or before they are really able to completely love again, they might meet someone and fall in love and thinking it's true and a real good love to them and is actually just something that happened on a rebound. It just came, in there they could they could um, um, fall out of love because it's not it might not be the love that they truly are looking for.
1: James, yeah. James, write your book. Are you Doctor <laughs> Phil in disguise? Is this Doctor <laughs> Phil just describing just disguising his voice? Man, would well, you know
9: what you the, know what I wanted to, I wanted I wanted, to, I wanted to, uh, uh, the other one was permanent love. Uh huh. G- I wanted that one because I was gonna say that's the love that I, I got for my wife because well, we, I'm, I'm always gonna Well I'm sorry, we don't right.
1: need we don't need that. What you can't I know, <laughs> I, know. I, know. Listen, I know this is what we got for you. It's
4: raining. Man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> because of you brother we got it tied up but that was an ex don't you think that i know you i know you're just turning green with envy over there sister ma but is uh, it, no is no it, actually <laughs> he just i mean he
2: just i mean he just
1: knocked it at the ball. he hit that well, thing it's almost mad. like he's reading from a book right uh read, read yes. the definition uh mary
2: yeah, it says uh, the definite, the, uh, the definition is longing to be with someone, almost anyone, to heal the emotional pains and grief from a relationship that just fell. I
1: mean, so excellent. excellent, now, and, and excellent in fact, excellent, people have excellent. to be aware of that, too. Never mm-hmm. rush quickly from one relationship to the other. And then mm-hmm. if a person has been in a relationship and they're trying to get with you, Make sure that they give, you give them. You tell them to give themselves time to get That's over right. that relationship. Because if not, then, you know, it's, it's hard for them to give of themselves. They've got to grieve the one before they get into the other. That's
9: right. That's right. Amen.
1: Yeah, very good. Very good. Well, thank you. Amen. All right. He did a fantastic job. And that... Uh, I guess that ties us up, huh? Man, too. It ties us up, and I
2: like to read a scripture here too, uh, very quickly. A uh, pastor, uh, Philippians four and six. Yes. Um, and and it reads like this. It says, uh, "Be anxious for nothing. That's right. But in everything, by prayer and." Supplication—it's what we want to uh, make the focus. Uh, 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 where we want to have a, a major focus is that not being too anxious about anything. And when someone, um, you know, gets caught up in uh, the rebound love, they're anxious. They just want to hurry up and have somebody just to, you know, help them to get over the grief and and to get over the loneliness, you know. And and as the brother said, you know, they think they're falling in love when actually they're just kind of, you know, they're kind of trying to numb the pain. Yeah,
1: you're right. All you know. they want really is just attention at that time. Yeah, and yeah, you have to be yeah. careful because you can, they'll come on so strong till you think it's genuine and it may not it's be. Not. Well, Sister Mars, we're right up at the end. Uh, basically, we tied today, but we're going to continue with this challenge next time. Uh, men too, females too, somebody's going to break it. So we're going to hear both themes. That's the women, the new version of Wonder Woman. Now the men. There you go. We got our capes on. The S is on our chest. Here we go. Tied up at least this time, brothers. We tied with the women. We're doing pretty good. Next time, we're going to take them to task. There we go. (laughs) Well, Sister Mars, your Superman is coming home. Well, thank God for that. And you're the Wonder Woman. (laughs) <laughs> well great to have been with all of you and, uh, yes. today and we're going to continue with this we have some other definitions here we won't even give them to you but we have described polygamous love temporary love permanent love rebound love listen when someone says the word love always understand it can have more than one meaning and Absolutely. only true love that permanent kind of love is what you need to be looking at this That's is Pastor it. Moss and Mr. Moss saying good night God
2: bless.
1: Sponsored by Bible Boot Camp Ministries.